Hey, welcome to Make a So-So, a podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. On this episode, we'll be talking about Spock's Brain, which is episode number one of season three of Star Trek, the original series. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. A brief synopsis of Spock's Brain. An alien force raids the Enterprise and steals Spock's brain, leading Kirk and the rest <laughs> of the crew in a desperate race to find it. So, okay. uh, Beth, do you want to start with our first impressions? <laughs> sure. So it's been a really long time since I've seen the original series. Um, and this this episode is highly regarded as kind of the worst Star Trek of all time. The worst. Yep. Um, yeah. But I have mixed feelings about it because... Uh, the beginning, I was like, okay, this is moving along, it's moving along. But then it, it just kind of derails towards the middle and goes off the wall. So I actually don't even, I don't even know what to think about this episode. I think maybe for its time, it could have been interesting, but maybe perhaps because we, we know a lot more about how brains work and things like that. It just doesn't hold up. So sure. I don't know, maybe when we get to the end, I'll have a more definitive answer whether or not I like it. But yeah, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Cool. Hmm. <clears throat> Dan, you want to? Yeah, yeah, actually, I'm I'm shocked to hear you say it was like it was going on and on because I thought it was like super slow paced. Mm-hmm. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, but that, so, that's kind of that's kind of on par for the original series. All right, well, okay. Well, Anyways, once again, yeah. I I don't think I've seen any of the other episodes of the original series, mm-hmm. uh, so this is my first foray into that whole thing. It was a little hard for me because uh, I don't know what TV was like back then, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. I don't have a good frame of reference to draw upon. Yeah. But either way, there was some like good stuff going on. I kind of liked parts of the episode, mm-hmm. even yeah. though there was like super fatal fundamental flaws that take you out of it again. Yeah. So 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 good and bad. Sure. First yeah. impression. Sure. Yeah. I think I Newman? think I agree with you a little. Like, uh, sorry to interrupt, new, but um. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not sure if those things that people don't like about it are, were just characteristic of television at that time, or if it really is that. But I didn't understand why people had mm-hmm. such a visceral reaction to this one in particular. But yeah, Newman, what's, what's, uh, what, what's your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> my thoughts on this one are that it's wonderfully horrible. Is that like a, okay. is that, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely <laughs> like if like Ed Wood, the, the famous horrible movie director, chose to make a Star Trek episode. I feel like this would be it. Like, there's okay. brains yeah. involved, and there's like yeah. you know cadavers walking around and mind there's control. A, and, yeah, uh, Spock robot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's I, like a B movie. Yeah, it felt just yeah. like that reason. I thought it was kind of great in its own way, but in uh, <laughs> if just from like a objective point of view, I think it was probably pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. I will say I think we've seen worse. I, I don't yeah, absolutely think it's fair to call this one the worst Star Trek ever. Uh, I would agree yeah. with you. Um, I think we have covered worst episodes yeah. for sure. In fact, I Threshold. think we'll probably cover even worse of <laughs> the original series. So, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I thought it was wonderfully terrible. If that, okay. you know, if that I like it. If that, makes like that works. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, it works. Yeah, I, yeah. like I said, I, I didn't really understand like why people had such a strong reaction to how bad this one was. Yeah, was, yeah. And I mean, Beth, to your to, to your comment, well, and and Dan about how you didn't know how how TV was back then. Um, from what I've seen, this is pretty standard, slow moving sci fi TV for that time period. Um, Star Trek definitely like started the the mold of like the crew in space type. 
mm-hmm. you know. But there's there's plenty of sci-fi shows like like Twilight Zone or something with similar slow moving episodes that kind of just plot along. And some are great, some are uh, amazing, and some are horrible. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wondering if, like, television at that time, like, the writing allowed for the characters to move through sets, for instance, that maybe weren't as well-developed or, like... I think so. You know, had a long time to say their dialogue or whatever. Maybe maybe that's part of it. Um, yeah, I think so. But yeah, that's definitely characteristic of the original series, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's just different. It's a different style of TV, for it sure. It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, so I would like All to right. say this episode starts, as far as pacing goes, yeah. with, uh, with almost an entire full minute of... Concerned scowling. Yeah, there was no okay. dialogue. Yeah, no dialogue. I thought that was really weird. Yeah, I forgot they why just, they were scowling. Why were they scowling? They, they were, were looking at a alien ship, chasing that's approaching a, probe or a oh, ship. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's oh right. I would an like ion to, drive. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. so they notice it has an ion drive. But I would like to say, I was going to say in my first impression that I was like blown away by the graphics for the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I watched this on Netflix, and apparently in 2007, they remastered it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. I was accidentally assuming it was 50 years better than it really probably was. I didn't see the original original. Yeah, and I think it's kind of a bummer that the remastered ones are on Netflix. Uh, they, they don't add a yeah. whole lot. They, they, they kind well, of just they, redo yeah, some of the graphics. they didn't fix everything. Yeah, they right. Exactly. Like a, a couple space shots. That's really all yeah. they fixed when they when they yeah. did that project was just spaceship stuff. Um, but did they do any of the um, planetary remastering yes. too? I, th- I thought the, they did some stuff. For the that. original landscape when they when they land on the on the planet. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't like like if I feel like every episode they pull like a George Lucas and probably change the like landscape and stuff like that. And <laughs> I I kind of like seeing things that it like originally was, you know. Yeah, um, you yeah. want I the mean, like but, devices to look like cardboard boxes exactly. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. That's Me fine. too. It's like, <laughs> It, from this particular episode, it really took not a whole lot away, or like didn't really change it that much. Sure, because um, yeah. there's yeah. barely any space stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. They're not really like in space for very long. Yeah, during this yeah. episode. Um, okay, so, um, yeah. cool. so on, on the sh- on the ship on the bridge, which looks awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I noticed Uhura mm-hmm. um, has a dongle in her ear. That yes, sticks out a good like three inches and looks yes. really heavy, like it's about to fall out. It looks yeah. like those Bluetooth headsets. What? what is that? Well, she is the communications officer for the Enterprise. Um, in that era, I believe they had to use some kind of you know more baseline equipment that the computer didn't really do everything for them. Um, mm-hmm. So they had to tweak and you know use a bunch of knobs to kind of find the frequency. So. I believe what's in her earpiece is like, is like a frequency uh, finder slash tuner kind of thing. Okay. The whole reason I'm asking is because, okay, so in Next Gen, which is what I've seen most of, yeah. mm-hmm. there's, there's the comm badge. Mm-hmm. Right. And I noticed in the original series, they have the symbol and shape. They do. In the same place on the uniform, but it doesn't look functional. It's just decoration, Right. right? Right, it's not a communicator. So they have you see it in this episode, but they have handheld communicators yeah, that look like, like the clamshell phone. phones. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's and, what okay. the communicator. And it makes that cool are. sound, the like thing. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah. So they've got a tricorder yep. that they carry around. The the communication. I forgot. I just lost the name of it. The com badge thing, and yep. then also a phaser. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So they carry a lot like, of equipment with them. Yeah. I just knew, like, since they carried the uh, flip phone com badges, I wasn't sure if that was, like, the same thing, a version of that. I don't know. It just yeah, looked, it just I think looked in, awkward because it looks like it weighs, like, two pounds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the hanging oh, out yeah. of her head. Yeah she, yeah. she uses that, I think, almost every episode of this show. But I don't think they ever that's really go bad. into detail exactly what it is. But that's that's my interpretation. It's like a, a all right. You know. It's just a it's it's an old earpiece. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. I I accept. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so okay, go ahead. Yeah. So after a minute of not talking, they um, <laughs> finally catch up with the probe slash spaceship. Um. Mm-hmm. And I believe now does the does the alien chick just immediately beam on board? Yeah, they well, say something like they detect a beam technology yeah, or something, right. and yeah. it's about to beam right to the bridge. Yeah. They have like three seconds right. of notice. Okay, right. Yeah. And then we see a, a person transport over in like a cool green '60s sort of haze. Boy, yeah, I love and, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's and, very like '60s space girl. Oh yeah, high oh, boots, this, tiny skirt. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, she's she's yeah. wearing purple foil. A go-go yes. attire. <laughs> yes. Something that like, and, Rob Zombie and would like, kill for to have in like one of his videos. Because he's very... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's she's smiling and she doesn't say anything. Yep. But I believe like there's some security officers that run in. and Yes. Yeah. A couple have, red shirts run in. drawn. And then she presses a button on her little um, amulet wrist thing. And mm-hmm. they all fall down and, and get stunned and... And then she has yeah. it for then she has it for the whole ship, and basically the whole ship is just incapacitated. Huh. Right, she just puts them all to sleep. Yeah, uh, which is and pretty then, powerful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's an it's an intimidating mystery. Um, then she's walking but around looking at each person on the bridge, right? And mm-hmm. she settles on Spock, and she puts her hand on his head. Yeah, and that's where the cold open. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we cut to commercial. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's a little bit like he might get a little bit molested. Yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. I, he kind of does. And there were about there. a total of I think five words that whole cold open. Well, yeah, so, it's like uh, hey, I feel like saying to the listeners like if it sounds like we're going slow, it's because the episode is going slow. Well, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just them looking and then saying no, don't, and then all falling down. That's pretty much right. That's it's right. The cold open. Oh, okay. So in the credits. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, all right. So Kirk mentions that this is a five-year mission. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that seems super short. Yeah, I, I, um, are they all five-year missions? Or no, like, that was just, I, I believe, just something that they thought of. Like, well, it's a five. It's like a ship going out in space. I believe the original plan was it was going to be a five-season show, but it, it wasn't. Mm. It was only three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I can see why. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but also, also the yeah. the main theme. Yeah. Okay. So so there's a whole bunch oh, yeah. of instrument instrumentation. I love it. Except the Me main too. the main melody uh-huh. is sung. Oh yeah. But there's no words. 
she's just like singing an instrumental part and it's super weird. Oh, it's great. It's like the, Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't. They, no. <laughs> they just, they, uh, they redid that in the 2009 Star Trek. They, they put mm-hmm. that, I believe at, at the end credits. They did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it's really that, good. Like that, that version, the, the vocal, the pretty, we read- pretty close though. It's, it's pretty yeah. similar. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah right. I'm just realizing, you know, everything is new for Dan on this right. one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> We've been jumping around the other series. Yeah. Like um, a little baby. So I didn't know if you guys gathered this from the episode. So for our listeners, um, it's revealed a little later on that this woman and all the people like her on the planet are basically idiots. Yes. So uh-huh. <laughs> they're surrounded yes. by a bunch of uh, advanced technology and um, they have a lot of advanced skills, but no- they have like very childish language and they're really stupid. Yeah. So is there, um, do they ever explain throughout the episode how she came to choose Spock? Like, well, I don't think they go back to that at all. They don't say it explicitly, explicitly which I think is a downfall. Oh. Maybe of this entire episode, there's a bunch oh, of stuff yeah. that you happens can, you can that they don't. This yeah. episode apart. Yeah, I think I I think you have to assume as the viewer she chose him because she could somehow sense or tell that his brain was, you know, better or smarter than the others on the ship. How yeah, she okay. told well, that I don't know because she was just yeah. touching I, people's like heads. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we should phrenology a little bit later when we know why we're stealing brains. Sure, sure. Yeah, sense? we sure. can come back to I this. I just feel like sure. without context, this is a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But I yes, think, that's I think okay. it But that is a valid question, though. That's, that's a yeah. very valid question. So for right now, we're yes. going to go with phrenology. That's how she knew. Sure. The shape sure. of his head. Sounds good. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thoroughly debunked here on Earth, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we come back to the commercial. Yep. And everybody wakes up at the same time. Yep. Wakes up. Uh, yes. I don't think we know how much time has passed but no. i was assuming it was a while not clear like a few hours maybe yeah okay yeah all right um so yeah uh um bones yep uh Dr. calls McCoy. kirk uh-huh okay bones mccoy yep bones yeah McCoy. <laughs> uh same it's uh he, he calls kirk and says hey get in here yeah some uh, some fucking crazy shit. Crazy going on. shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have Spock on a table over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, found him. <laughs> it's worse than dead. Is the quote? Right. It says. Yeah. Yeah. His brain is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought. Yeah. I thought was weird that like the the lady took the time to like move the body to like a nice lab and operate yes. there. Right. Then right. just do it on the bridge. Cause I feel like she probably could have somehow with the technology just because the technology is so advanced that it doesn't even really say how it's done. Right. So, okay. So, so I think that did they find his body somehow like in stasis, like with life support systems or did they, did bones put that on him? I assume no, he was found. I assumed there. yes. Yeah. With yeah. life so, support going. Okay, so so yeah. maybe that's why Ma- oh, maybe. maybe it aids, it aids in the, the brain stealing process. Okay. Sure. 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 To have, have the rest of the shit connected. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they felt better about stealing the brain, but not necessarily killing Spock. Cause it, no, like, that's, that's, there's no way that's true. <laughs> 
Okay. And why? Yeah, because she specifically <laughs> says later on, she's like, uh, I don't care about Spock. I need the brain. Oh, right. I yeah, hope I he dies. There is something. Anyway, well, yeah. So, so, so Kirk is, is now distraught, which mm-hmm. is wonderful because in the research I did about this episode, mm-hmm. there's a lot of popular fan theories okay. about oh. K slash S, which is a, a whole subgenre of, of people that believe that all of Star Trek is a love story between Kirk and Spock. Oh yeah, you know that's how oh, that's how that. fan that's fiction that's how slash fiction the the K slash S Kirk slash yeah. Spock. That's how slash fiction started was Kirk and Spock. That was the first Oh I, I didn't know it was oh, the first really? one. That was the oh, first gay that. like subculture fan fiction. Dude, if you oh, watch no this episode idea. thinking that first, uh-huh. it's almost undeniable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there awesome. is plenty of instances of <laughs> I believe it at the very at the very least brotherly love oh sure <laughs> oh they definitely love each other like brothers yeah yeah, yeah for sure that, that is that is the, I, the tamest way to put it that's funny I did not know that about the slash fi- fiction genre of Newman that's yeah that's awesome. where slash yeah. fiction got its name from was Kirk slash Spock ah. yeah so and, and then it became you know cool. someone slash Every, you know, someone whatever you want input whatever yeah, yeah. Harry All slash right. Voldemort um, yeah so, exactly so 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 Kirk is like okay then we're gonna take him with us or I guess referring to his body yeah and Bone says take him where and Kirk just says in search of his brain yeah. doctor uh, like, I, I have okay. to say that William Shatner's acting is the most stereotypical William Shatner impression like it's it's so he's doing amazing. an impression of himself it's so good kind of thing. especially <laughs> in this episode it is like prime bad shatner yes it's like yes. especially where we need him doctor like it's just it's so it's good unbelievable. <laughs> it's so good. i i this new star trek show coming out yeah i want i want shatner to be the acting coach for everyone <laughs> <laughs> because there are some elements of this that just just make everything so much more watchable and entertaining. Oh yeah, it's it's his acting. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's oh the uh, the orchestrated score. Yeah, I thought like was legitimately awesome. I, mm-hmm. I maybe it's just because I'm so used to not having that in modern sure shows, but like the dun 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 yep. dun after mm-hmm. like dramatic pauses. Yeah, was a kind of fun. Oh, it's mm-hmm. great. And yeah, what's what's cool about that is they all they usually scored the original series episodes in one day. So that's, that's amazing. Pretty, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. That like yeah. they they used to score episodes they they filmed in a week, usually about five six days, and then they scored it in one day, and then put it out. Wow, that's it's crazy. so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so, amazing. so I did so, read. I did so there read online was that a they talented do, person they... involved in production. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. I did read online that they do they did they do reuse a lot of the scores. For certain, oh, yeah. they'll take like snippets and stuff, which totally, totally makes sense if sure. you only have a day to score an entire yeah. hour long episode. Every show does that, though. Music. I mean, like every well, a lot yeah. of them are just like orchestral hits. Yeah, right, whole, right, yeah. right. But I think that's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some interesting. Um, it's almost like the whole the whole episode. There wasn't like enough dialogue, is what it kind of seemed like. So all the pauses are like very drawn out, and mm-hmm. or Shatner like repeats his line a couple times. Yeah. Um, 
dances around yeah, the bridge super, and like yes, gets all mad and flustered and like. Uh, <laughs> and you know what's you know what's weird? Like I, I know we're kind of getting off track, but like the the old the old episodes are like fifty minutes. Um, okay. Yeah, it was long. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, they're really long. Modern the 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 modern ones we've been watching are like usually forty three to forty five. So Do you think yeah. it was just like there was less commercials I think so. back then. I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting, but yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So so Bones gives us a deadline of twenty four hours yes. because right. the Vulcan body can <laughs> yes. survive for twenty four hours before yep. the brain needs to be reinstalled before yeah, it don't, dies. As they don't really though. Has that. he been in this situation before? I, the, right. the only way I can think this is like like a, a real thing is because Vulcan's a pretty like crazy planet. There's like volcanoes and fucking lava pools and shit. And like I feel like 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 the ancient Vulcans have to like survive in pretty harsh climates. So maybe you know that natural kind of evolution, like your body needs to survive. But no, but actually, he said that they're less hardy than. Oh, really? humans yeah he said because the life support system could keep a human indefinitely oh but that because that because of the brain being so awesome and special and powerful that the body is more reliant upon it so we only had 24 hours that's weird though because i interpret that that is the opposite like a human body is easier to keep alive so it can be kept indefinitely whereas vulcan physiology is so complex and okay. Yeah, our machines like can't keep. That's the way I interpret. Either way, okay. I guess. Either sure. way, yeah. Be, due to something reason, about Vulcan physiology, our technology available on that ship could keep humans alive, but not Vulcans. Okay. Huh. So yeah, maybe sure. Vulcans are, have a more needy body. Maybe or something. But that kind of goes against know. other Star Trek stuff because Vulcans are pretty strong and like stronger. Yeah. Than I thought that. I thought that was implied. Maybe it yeah. all comes okay. from yeah. brain I mean, power. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, so, that's weird. so we go we back have on to the, find oh, yeah. this goddamn brain. Yes, to find the brain. <laughs> we so gotta, we're on a mission to find the brain. They're tracking the probe. Doesn't Bones say something to him like, "Well, where are you going to look, Jim?" He's like, "Yeah, whole where? Galaxy. Yeah, the whole, in this whole galaxy, you're going to find this brain." <laughs> the whole an idiot galaxy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're on the bridge. Anyway, sorry, um, searching. And I believe after several hours, they don't really say, but it's been hours already. Um, they, it's like eight yeah, or something, it, like a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. They track the ion signature to yeah. this uh, solar system with three habitable class M planets. Draconis hmm. Sigma? Yes, which is like the most yes. worthless name for any system. It sounds pretty intimidating. Yeah. But what's funny about the names is that um, in in the personal logs, the captain and Sulu both get the planet's name wrong in the episode. Yes, because they settle <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. settle on planet six, but they call it seven um, in both of their uh, logs. Logs, <laughs> which is yeah, awesome. I didn't catch that, but I, I read some reviews and people pointed that out. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's funny that so, like no one gave a shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough to reshoot. Yeah, man. exactly. Expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess like uh, they were saying, uh, William Shatner was quoted as saying too, like by this time in season three, they had gone through a lot of budget cuts. Yeah. Um, you know, it was the last season too, so they were not continued past this. So yeah, perhaps they didn't want to um, reshoot for one yeah, planet. Apparently season three mistake. had a big budget cut and time change. So yes. 
the show was pretty much just kind of left to like the scrap heap. So that's why you see a lot of the worst episodes come from season three. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Apparently to the scene. So in the scene, um, they're all located on the bridge. It's like the main command staff mm-hmm. and they have this view, the viewfinders up and it's of the three class and planets in the solar system. They're yep. talking about them. Um, this particular scene was one of the very few that was filmed actually, um, with the stuff on the viewfinder in real time. Too, yeah. That uh, was I found cool. out. So like, yeah. yeah, they use like a back projection technique, which at the time was supposedly not very common. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool. Like, I mean, they were, although this is a bad episode, apparently they're still like using some pretty interesting sure. advanced technology for the time. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Interesting fun fact. Trying to at least yeah. milk the budget however yeah. they possibly can. I mean, it didn't win an <laughs> Emmy. No, it didn't. But, yeah. Maybe but it should have. So, pretty, so it was pretty. Cool. So there are three possible planets. <laughs> yeah, that the brain could be on, mm-hmm. and it, that this whole scene reminded me of a scene from Interstellar. Okay, okay. when like they only have oh, enough yeah. time to explore one of these like multiple viable options, right? So and, they have and, to make best yeah, guess. Kirk, Kirk yeah. essentially, he literally yeah. says he go he goes with that. a hunch, right? Yeah, it happens to be right, which I'm, I'm okay with. I guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is an educated guess, right? Well, so, didn't um, yeah. Sulu tell him that there were like power emanations coming from the yeah Uhura did. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that's I think that's where he got that hunch from. But yeah, that was kind of so interesting. First, the first yeah. two have advanced signs of life, but they're not advanced enough to get a probe off the planet. Is right. what they were saying. And then the third one has, like, they say almost no signs of life. It's a glacial age on the planet. But then Uhura finds this pulsating yeah. beam or whatever, but it's pulsating at regular inter- intervals, which right. would imply that maybe there's something below the surface that they can't pick mm-hmm. up yeah. that is, you know, pretty advanced. So, yeah. yeah. So they end up going with that third planet. They go on a risk. Yeah. Go to a place that doesn't yeah. seem to even have people. <laughs> Spoiler they go to the correct planet. Yes, they do. Yeah, yes. Do. Right. What was what was cool so, about that scene is that it felt like a video game to me, where we were given three okay. options. Like, okay, yeah, Captain, yeah. which one are you going to pick? And that, that was me. <laughs> that like, yeah. I don't know, felt felt very interactive for the audience. Yeah. To, like, yeah. So I would like to point out too that up until this point, the episode has not really been ultra terrible. No, it's it's oh, so, great. It's actually kind of good, right? Uh-huh. Like, okay, yeah. all yeah. right, thanks. I'm not the only crazy person. They only yeah. have okay. enough time to explore one of three options, uh, yeah. of which they have no hard evidence as to the right, right way. And yeah, it's it's a it's a tension building. Yeah, there's thing. Some, I mean, someone's I, life yeah. is at stake. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, what happens next, Newman? So we beam down, I believe. Uh, yeah. Kirk, McCoy. Scotty and two red shirts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Oh, and check off. And check off. Yeah. yeah. And check off. Um, fun fact. The red shirts don't die in this episode. So that's, that's fun. All right. They, uh, Way to go. Red they shirts. They usually die, but this one they did. Yes. They did not. <laughs> All right. Um, and you know, I was, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I was thinking about this today. Um, so I was thinking about the, uh, the fact that in TNG, the, the red, the coloring of the different officers totally flipped. Right, because yes. I wore for Halloween a TNG like commander's uniform, and it's okay. red. Mm-hmm. And somebody said something to me like, "Oh, you have a red shirt. Oh, you're you know implying that I was going to die or whatever." But I was like, "No." In the next generation, the command is red, yeah. and the what would be the red shirts like the security is yellow, yeah. which yeah, was so command in the other one. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they did that on purpose." <laughs> 
to scare you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The captain's yeah, going to die. I'm not sure why that's, it changed. I don't know. I'm not, yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. I never really thought about that. Uh, they like told, yeah. they flipped like, you know, just the inverse basically. Yeah, it did. Um, so cool. Cause blue remains, uh, medical, medical or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Interesting. That's, Sorry, everybody. No, that's, that's cool. a non sequitur. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So they, yeah. they beam down to the planet. Yeah. Um, they, they have been warned that there are life signs of, I believe, large, bipedaled humanoids. humanoids. But they're just humans. <laughs> when we, when we <laughs> they're see regular them. old humans. Yeah, they're just slightly taller dudes. humans with like, dudes. Yeah, with, like hippie hair. <laughs> Um, yeah. well, oh, they're oh, all cut the to the hair. same okay. length, too. So, so they are they are, they are collectively known as the morgue. The morgue, yeah. The morgue. The morgue. Yes. And great name. All of them have the same haircut. Yep. Yes. With straight bangs <laughs> and like straight. Uh, I don't even. Know. Honestly, the hair reminded me of Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction. Sure. A little bit. Yeah. But on I, men. <laughs> yes. I can see that. But on <laughs> giant cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> For cavemen, they had excellent haircutting. They did. They did. They, they must all have had matched. some laser stenciling, like something. yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So there's immediately yes. a a rock throwing battle. Um, yes. A paper mache rock throwing. And I'm sorry, battle. but yes. Kirk acts like hilarious in this scene. He's just like shooting his phaser. He's just he's just hilarious. I, I don't really know. How yeah. To explain what it. I thought was so <laughs> funny too is like so you see the cavemen and they're walking up with clubs and stuff. Yeah. But they're pretty close to where the Starfleet officers are, and instead of like trying to attack them with the club, they just start throwing the clubs. Yep. So it looks like it looks <laughs> kind of like juggling pins or just flying yeah. past their heads. And I was just like, I don't think that's the most efficient use of that weapon. Oh like, yeah, it seems very strange to me. Like, like it was <laughs> well, totally just like okay, extras throw this shit, and the actors yeah. will just act to where they land. There, there was no like choreographed place where these rocks and clubs were, were landing. I thought it was right. oh, yeah, just no. hilarious. No, yeah. no thought was went into that fight. No. No. <laughs> no. It was just an action. Yes. But, okay, so their clothes. Yeah. Gotta discuss yes. the clothes sure. for a clothes minute. Clothes are great. So we, we're have to, we have to believe that they are these brutish cavemen people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they wear furs. They wear furs on their shins. Like right. like like tall boots, boots, I guess. Yeah. They also wear furs on one arm, like a shooter's sleeve. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's but fur. all of them with just one arm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I, I didn't realize yeah, yeah, that one. And then all of their shirts are like tailored, like they're stitched, and like well. The, Huh. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I wonder. Except, slight spoiler for later. I wonder if the people below ground sent up uniforms for the above ground oh. to like keep them alive. Oh, maybe. God, yeah, maybe. I guess because the uh, below ground uniforms are way more intricate and yeah, interesting. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, we have to move on because I have some okay. questions that yeah. tie into so all this they, stuff. They, okay. um, they, they subdue one of the, the morgue. Um, yeah, I think they shoot him. Yeah, yeah. they phase around. Right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. Okay. Um, okay. They question him. Um, he does not know pretty much what they're saying. He, he doesn't know what having a mate means. He doesn't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, what, he is not a, um, he's not aware of female. female. Exactly. Or, yeah. Um, it's just so funny because they talk to him. It's funny, one, 
Just that he knows English. That just made me laugh. Well, yeah, that's the, um, that's the start. But that's all of Star Trek. So <laughs> yeah. um, it just made me laugh. Um, yeah. But then they talk to him and they're like saying all these words that he doesn't understand. And they just keep, keep they just, like how a bad tourist might talk to oh, a, yeah. someone who doesn't speak English. They just and keep just like, going. yeah, you know, yeah. A, a woman, this a female, an idiot. a female. <laughs> like, what, Ooh, when, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, when he doesn't understand female or mate. Like, then they ask him more complicated vocabulary. Like, I oh, think com- so. You know, companion. Companion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Good job. Um, anyway, so he, he mentions the others. Yes. Right. Uh, oh, sorry. He is uh, the morgue. Morg. Yeah, the morgue guy. Yeah. Caveman. I don't, does he even have a name? I don't think so. Right. No, I think morgue is the word they use for male. It, it is. Oh, the, yeah. The, right. Yeah. The, right. the male race, if that's Males, the right. Yeah term i don't sex? know sex yeah male. uh the race I, I think they prefer to it sure. as like the race oh, oh, above race. ground yeah the male okay. faction yeah of humanity is known as the morgue and this morgue uh says you guys you guys aren't like the others yeah the 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 givers of pain, pain? and delight oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so are they just talking about all women in general Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Like, well, maybe. the only women. Oh, oh, yeah. Are oh, you talking about like the show writers? Yeah, I mean, like the writers <laughs> were just like, ugh, women. I thought that was. I thought that was, I thought that was funny. <laughs> well, see, this this episode, a lot of people criticize it for being really sexist. Okay, and I, I don't uh, think so. It would be easy to assign sexism to a lot of the scenes, sure. But I don't, I don't think it is. I mean, yeah, you could uh, go yeah. that way, but I don't see it being nearly as bad as like the one that we did recently um angel one you know what i mean yeah right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um i mean i guess it depends on the the writer's intent behind the like pain and delight thing like whether or not yeah it was like a funny quip or like they intended to like have a message there they just put two words together and that's what it came i think if anything it's more it's more sexist towards men a little bit but that's just my opinion yeah it's just both both sexes are just idiots right yeah but everyone's stupid they they have guess, the mind of a child but the women I at least are can... smart enough to use the men you know what yeah. i mean i don't know yeah kind of i guess you yeah. could make the argument that okay so spoiler alert there's the women live underground yeah and i guess we, it's revealed <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry guys we don't have to spoiler alert because this came out in 1968 <laughs> oh yeah I think, like, I think the uh the terms have had the term limit yeah. has, has arrived. Okay. Well, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Let, um, yeah. The, so the women live underground, but they do say something like, um, uh, you know, when the planetary conditions got harsh or whatever, they sent kind of the, the women. And I think it was implied that they were like the weaker sex underground yeah. to live and be comfortable. Cause they do say on the surface of the planet, when they get there as well, that it's cold. Mm-hmm. They said it's around the surface temperatures around 40 degrees all the time. Yeah. It's ice. So and of course, Chekhov's like, Oh, it's really nice. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Kirk's it's like, like, wow, you have thick skin. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. anyway, so they talk to the more guy yeah. and somebody detects a thing. Uh, Chekhov uh, with his tricorder. An underground. Yeah. Lair yeah. or whatever it is, they find, and it turns out to be yeah. a trap for the morgue. I yeah. felt this from, part was a, really a trap men. Lame budget wise. It's like okay, let's walk into a tiny oh, yeah. room. 
Right. With nothing in it, really. Oh, this is a there, room there, that there goes were, down there to... There <laughs> axes and food. Well, right. Yeah, there was like food and weapons and stuff. Thing, well, things that the people above would right. definitely want. Right. So it's a, it's a viable trap. I guess so. Just the, the room in the show looked like a little like like closet. Yeah. It was just like, oh, let's yeah. just film this it was, in this dark room. Uh, it was I love how they realize it's feet. a trap yeah. right away, too, and then nothing happens. Yeah. So they're like, well, oh, Kurt, this has got to be a trap. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's go back outside. So they I go, thought they were go able, back outside. I thought they were going to try to leave and get stuck. Right, which totally would have made sense. No. <laughs> right. They just left the trap. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they needed to... They're on a time crunch, all right? Spock know, only like, has a few hours. Yeah. But if you walk into a trap, you you expect the trap to, like, your trap Actually now. happen. Right, but they're exactly. just like, no, we're not trapped. They go outside, I and they're like, okay, let's was, go get trapped. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> so they go oh, back okay. So, so be, before we go down below the surface, uh-huh. Chekhov and two red-shirted gentlemen. They go take yep. a break. Hang out, <laughs> hang out outside. Yeah. They stay behind. And Chekhov uses his phaser to warm up a rock, which they kind of like sit around like a campfire. Yep. Right. Because I've heard that red shirts die all the time. Uh huh. (laughs) I was this kind of like a joke as though as in they're just kind of chilling. I was thinking that same thing. I don't. I was thinking like, oh, we'll give these guys a break this episode. <laughs> like, so we'll let them be comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I would. Well, maybe I really wouldn't think so because the show had only been on for two years, and fandom back then wasn't like what it was now, where like there there weren't these like like online so this, memes. So this was not irony. I don't think it's so. Just, I think they were just hey, let's go shoot were, the shit and just warm up this rock. They were <laughs> worried. They, they thought the audience would be very concerned about right. the temperature of Chekhov okay. and his buddies. I guess. Well, <laughs> like, also, like I read, I, I was reading the uh, IMDb page too to like try to figure out why Chekhov like even needed to do that, and it said something like Chekhov oh. becomes the liaison between the Enterprise and Kirk, but Uh-oh. does that he? I don't know. He can't. He can't talk to Kirk. Kirk's in the trap. Yeah, I know. So I don't. I don't even really yeah. understand like why he's there. And I mean, the thing about that whole scene is like, that's the last time we see those three. The whole the whole episode, I believe. Do do we see Chekhov so, again? Yeah. So what, I think I'm, they uh, might talk I to him. Oh, do they I talk to him? Okay. Once, but like once. I just don't, I don't know why it's... they couldn't have just beam back to the ship. I agree. You know I, I mean? don't understand like, why either. they have to stay on the cold <laughs> surface of the planet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. So, uh, okay, so yeah. oh, actually, before before the, the trap is sprung, uh-huh. uh, Bones yes. beams down with Spock's body. That's right. Right. Spock's robot Spock. zombie <laughs> robot. Okay, so he's wearing a head, uh, head contraption, yeah. uh-huh. and Bones can now drive him around like a toy car it's amazing yeah <laughs> yes and one thing i mean i guess you have to have some kind of audio reminder that he's not just regular old spock right but they had a sound play whenever he moved uh-huh. I, love, I love which it. was a clacking gear <laughs> it was like a kind mm-hmm. of kind of like a roller coaster that's rising really slowly yeah yep. yeah as though his body has somehow become mechanical, right. like a simple machine. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that was totally just a cue for the audience to be like, if you forgot, remember, he's really stupid now and or doesn't have yeah. any brain at all. But yeah, that was... Also, yeah. I mean, I don't know that why the neural stimulator helmet thing needed to be on his head when he didn't 
have well, any brain. Ooh, good point. Well, so like, there's nothing. The, like, it should have really been like point. on his muscles, like as a suit, you know, yeah. or a uh, spinal cord, maybe. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it, it would have to be the spinal cord because right. they specifically said that hit the rest. All the things that his brain was connected to were left perfectly intact. Right. Which they was didn't get severed to or do anything. with our right. technology. Right. Right. So this thing is. Uh, it's just stimulating some juices. It's some it's brain just, juices. It, yeah, it's it's just it's doing its thing. Right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll suspend his belief know. for a I second. I just thought it was funny <laughs> that they were able to get him to do so much with just this like yes. two buttoned little ten like, buttons. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> like yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to jump forward just a little bit, but like like at the end, like Kirk's able to like manipulate Spock to like swing his arms and stuff and like knock the yeah. thing out of the, of the <laughs> and, girl's like, hand. Grab, it's like grab a lady. Yeah. The thing that they're, <laughs> that they're moving oh, it with right, yeah. is just like a two buttoned little like piece of shit. So it's like, how do you like <laughs> move his arms and shit? The movement of the human body is not complex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. He's, All right. Yeah. So they, so they, so um, yeah. So they, now they're below ground, They're below ground. Um, they yes. immediately encounter one of the others, which is a uh, foxy vixen once again, and they nice sixties like get up. They are the imorg. Yes, the imorg. So the male males of the morgue. Yep. The females of the imorg. Yes. Her name, the one they encounter is her name is Luma. Yep, Luma. And she is wearing boots that go like all the way up to her waist. Nice. <laughs> so they're like connected, like at the hip. Awesome. They're pretty great. I think um, they all are, right? I think all, all the I'm not sure if they're all connected, but those ones definitely are, and they're like silver. They're they're pretty fantastic. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty, yeah, it's, good. Um, um, it's just so funny for an era that was like came out of the like you know following the fifties. It was like a pretty conservative era. The sixties and like late sixties, the stuff even on TV were like ultra mini skirts and like thigh high boots and like oh yeah 60s was like, like no clothes is so the, weird oh yeah 60s was the epitome of like feminism like, like, like anti fashion yeah. like we are not going to cover up anymore like yeah, yeah. Like especially the late yeah. 60s like the hippie era oh yeah, yeah. I mean I love it I, is, I think it's great I don't know it's, it's just surprising like to see on TV you know from that long ago and you think about TV today like people are pretty covered up you know like well, maybe not in Game of Thrones, well, I mean, but no, like, <laughs> like primetime TV. It's you a know, great like, observation, though, Beth, because like, 10 yeah. years earlier, there was like Leave it to Beaver, and the mom right. was... They didn't even sleep in the same beds in that show. They always showed two right. separate beds, you know? <laughs> right. And now you're seeing yeah. these cool, sexy chicks just 10 years later. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good observation. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah, they're super cool. Yeah. So so the next thing I, I remember noticing was uh, one of the key parts of the slash... Uh, argument, uh-huh. okay. Where where Kirk and Spock are, are boyfriend yeah. and boyfriend, yeah. uh, <laughs> is that Spock through Kirk's uh, communicator? Like, are they, I guess he finally like makes contact through the radio waves or whatever that thing works on. Okay, mm-hmm. and he says there is definite pleasure. Uh, there's a definite pleasure experience connected with the hearing of your voice, your voice. when when he's talking Aww. to Kirk. That's so sweet. That's very sweet. <laughs> That is so sweet. That is the the most Vulcan way to say I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Um, <laughs> that sounds like the, <laughs> sorry. It just like reminded me of the song lyrics. I just called to say, I love you. You're just like, yeah. it's the Vulcan way to say, I love you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know. Awesome. It came out much better in my head. Oh, no, sorry, everyone. <laughs> now, do they immediately, Dan's shaking his head. <laughs> so they, not soon after this, they find the woman who took Spock's brain. Um, yes. Uh, immediately. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. the, the other lady. Well, they question, they question Luma. Yeah. yeah. Ka- Kara, 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 right? yeah. Kara, the, the leader. Yes. The leader is Kara. Yeah. 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 Um, but they do question her and they ask her a bunch of questions and they realize that she's basically an idiot. Yeah. Um, they ask her about like where they are and why they took the brain. And I think she says something like brain, brain. I don't know this brain. Um, oh. she doesn't understand what that is. Oh. The line <laughs> is brain and brain. What, what is brain? <laughs> it's just. Because they keep on asking her where the brain is, right. and she doesn't know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, dialogue, awesome. But yeah. at the same point, she has made herself perfectly clear she doesn't understand that word. Oh, sure. <laughs> and they keep on asking her for it. So, I don't know. So, anyway, she, she references the controller. The controller, mm-hmm. yes. And says, you may not see the controller. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're forbidden for whatever reason. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. But they're like, oh, okay, we've 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 stumbled upon it. The controller has got to be the the guy in charge that we need to talk to right. to get this brain back. Right. And they're they're pretty pissed off that they can't. And then she's absent all again. Yeah. <laughs> and then they fall in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, they do a, a lot of falling they down. They do. This I feel like every time they there's a problem yeah. with the plot, they just zap everyone and they just have everyone <laughs> yeah. fall to the ground. Like, okay, reset and everyone. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. If if you ever want to learn how to become an actor, I okay. suggest about twenty eight and a half minutes into this episode. Okay. When Kirk gets zapped with his pain belt, uh-huh. <laughs> it is. It's not, it's, it's so foreign to what anyone on earth would ever do describe as like pain. Okay. I'm just trying, I'm trying to imagine what the director's uh, instructions were. Yeah. It it is not. Okay. Now act like you're in pain. Right. Because what he does, he like, he, he shoots his hands straight up. Like he's like asking God why. Yeah. And then he like convulses <laughs> back down into the fetal position, and then he goes back up again, and and he's like oh. slow, slowly falling, <laughs> but he's just jutting in directions and like convulsing. Yeah. But at the same time, I it, it's it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch that because I think I was too obsessed with just the fact that she's dumb enough to not know what her brain is, but she still knows her little, her little like weapon button. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I that's, that, that's pretty simple. I guess so. Press, yeah. press red and everyone but no, that sounds, leaves you alone. That sounds amazing. Uh, so after this amazing. zapping, the whole, you know, the, the search party yeah. wakes up in yet another, like, chamber. Yep. But this time they're outfitted with pain belts yep. that Dan mentioned earlier. So it's like a silver belt that wraps around their waist with a green circle on the front and a red button in the middle. Yep. Um, so that's what they look like. Yep. And there is a button that is controlled by Kara, the leader. Mm-hmm. That's got a, it's a bracelet that's got a red button on it. Whenever she pushes it, it causes them uh, indescribable pain, such as what Dan just talked about. So, yeah. so I think, what are they doing in this scene? So they are, 
Uh, um, they're they're just being them. held captive. They're being captive. Held captive. Okay. She walked out of the room yeah. for some reason. So here's where then... it starts to kind of run together because a lot of these scenes are kind of the same scene over and over again. So like now they're just in a yeah. different room, if basically I'm... asking the leader, right. can we have Spock's brain back? If I'm not right? mistaken, the last half hour of this episode takes place in two rooms. The right. room they're so. in now yeah. Yeah. and then right. the one room where Spock's brain actually is. Right, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, so, um, I believe they come to find out, like right now, that um, Spock is the controller because they see the controller, they, right? Yeah, yeah. They question a few times well, well, about like who's kind of running the place. So, like, who's the yeah. Go- we're Who's skipping the one little tiny part that I would like to discuss. Okay, sure. So, okay, so sure. They, yeah. they're being held captive by some captive morgue. Yes. The men. Right. Some right. of them have been trapped slash recruited uh, to become basically the enforcers for, for the female, the Imorg. Right. right. They're the muscle. So, so Kara, the leader, and the females, they all leave the room and say to the two brutes, yeah. hey, watch them. Don't let them leave or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, so Kirk wants to get to a communicator so he can start talking to Spock mm-hmm. again. But mm-hmm. there's a guy in his way, and he won't let him at them. Right. And then he has this weird conversation right. with with his his buddies, uh, Scotty and and Bones. Yeah, and Bones. Something about like, uh, well, let's let's see if science has anything to say about oh, how we can maybe about this. get yes. this communicator. Yes. Yeah. And then it sounds like, oh, okay, they're gonna like outsmart the morgue yeah. or something. But just in the middle of the conversation, he just turns and like karate chops <laughs> yes. one of the bodyguards. <laughs> yeah, that was, and yeah. they just fantastic. They just fight them and overcome them. Yeah. That's great. It's yeah. Brilliant. That was great. And I think that's that's definitely like a, a staple I think of the original series. That's a, definitely a, a Kirk lot more captain like, move. Yeah. 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 Whereas like Picard yeah. the like finger locked double hammer punch oh, yes. thing. Yes. That is like yes. across Star Trek yes. millennia. Yeah, it's great to see but that like, that punch is all Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's it's part of their be standard taught, training. It's got to be taught in Starfleet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's like <laughs> the one punch. You know, <laughs> want to make sure you break all your fingers. Yeah. yeah. It's just so different because like um yeah. Um uh you know in in TNG like that Picard never, I don't and very rarely would Picard have been like, let's see what science has to say and just beat them all up. Yeah, like, right. Even Riker, who's kind of like the Kirk equivalent in that series, fights, but usually doesn't like start a fight. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, so at the oh, very yeah. end of that fight, uh, uh, Kirk delivers a Schwarzenegger-esque line uh-huh. of science will triumph. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. as he like steps over the last bad guy. I thought that was a it's great so line. Good. And in There's fact, another thought, line. Yeah. Go oh, go ahead. Newman. Oh no. Go I just ahead. thought that like that line would be great on like a poster or something of like Kirk, like, yes. like science will victorious. Triumph. Like, but, oh, that'd but be a the good t-shirt. Is, <laughs> but it was said ironically. I know, but it's still in funny. The show. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be a good t-shirt. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I believe they're talking to Spock now. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Spock finds out that he is a disembodied brain. Cause I don't think he knew that up until this point. No, what, no. what he says is very interesting. He says that he feels like he stretches to infinity and that yeah. his medulla oblongata seems to be breathing, pumping blood and maintaining temperature. 
Right. Yes. So doing bodily functions. Yes. So, so I get that his perception would definitely be stunted because he doesn't have access to a lot of input. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think they were, they're implying if they don't outwardly say that his brain is running a lot of the automatic functions of this society. Yes. Right. Or, or at the very least the underground bunker for the females. Right. I'm org. Yeah. I, right. I think so. Now, I, yeah. I picked that up too. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So his brain is, is, is totally necessary and is doing a, a job for them. Yeah. It, it makes sense why they stole it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And so, so now I think we can go into like, yeah, the, the reason that this all, this whole thing is starting is that they, um, yes. these people needed a brain to run their way, way of life, Long essentially town. their, their yeah. way of life. Um, and you get the idea that they do this every now and again. <laughs> now, sure. here's where right. I, here's where like the ending, they kind of all meshes together now. Cause yeah. it pretty much takes place in one room. They left the, the last 20 minutes. Of, oh yeah. The, the, this episode. Yeah. And really it's like the major explanation <laughs> of the, sh- what's happened thus far yeah. and, st- and still leave some like interesting unanswered questions. Yeah. But, um, yeah, go ahead. So there's something it. called the teacher, the great teacher, the great teacher <laughs> that, so tell me if I'm wrong. Basically you can put this helmet on. Mm-hmm. Yes. It gives you the knowledge <laughs> of this society to the point where you're pretty much a genius. Correct. Like a, a correct. Now, if that's yeah. the case, why do you need Spock's brain? Why can't someone just wear this helmet? And just agree. That's be, a good question. Be the controller themselves. If you so, well, they did. They did imply that putting the helmet on yeah. was a great risk to your life. Okay. For some reason, you can't. I, I missed that. It. Okay. Okay. I thought yeah. they really implied that more so for Bo- so. Yes. Spoiler, not spoiler. But that's um, fine. Bones yeah. ends up putting the helmet on. Right. Um, and I thought they were implying that they didn't know how it would affect a human brain. I mean, this, this yeah. oh, people is humanoid, okay. but not human. That is correct. Yes, he's uh, Spock warned him like, yes, humans. Yeah, it could it could kill you. But I would have to imagine it extends to the aliens, or else they would just wear it and be smart. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, okay, so here's the thing that I took away from this episode. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's implied or if I'm reading into it too much, but I thought the episode was really a commentary on the power of technology to kind of eliminate the need for you to do a lot of heavy thinking, like maybe like pre-computer age. So mm-hmm. the thought that like as computers, technology, whatever gets better, people need less information to survive. So you lose skills over time. And I thought Absolutely. that this, that's this cool. society, I right? That, like, but that makes perfect sense. That's yeah, yeah that's, like that's, that's what I think they were going with automation. it. And when I, we were yeah, talking yeah. earlier about how it has all these interesting things that I think they just never explained. Like, yeah, like that's a criticism of technology has been around a long time. Like as you get better at using it or it automates more things for you, you know, you don't, the knowledge of your sure. ancestors isn't carried on. I so feel maybe that like now. these, like, I mean, yeah, maybe these me. people yeah. are like <laughs> stupid because this, yeah. society is just, they've the, gotten to a point where they didn't need all of that information anymore. Yeah, and now, it's, it's now it's kind of point where they can't right, right. It's yeah. It's a logical like extreme of cool. that yeah, idea. Yeah. 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 So maybe everything has been automated for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of lost their humanity. Right. Yeah. A little bit like, 
I mean, That's I think cool. those cool. similar themes hold up today well, in science. And, and also, like, oh, like yeah. similar criticisms like, literally, of literally, but but like just just to drive that point home even more, like literally, Spock's brain was sacrificed to that process, right? Right. Oh, yeah, it's like go. yeah, yeah. So right. yeah, that, that, that but all I also makes think sense. Yeah. it's all good. What's super duper duper interesting about this episode and kind of different from a lot of the other Star Trek we've reviewed such far thus far mm-hmm. is that okay so. The crew realizes that they are dependent on Spock's brain basically to survive, right? It's regulating their stasis and the, their living the habitat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. The iMorg, like, are truly dependent on this. Um, yet they are adamant about taking Spock's brain back almost with no hesitation. They're like basically kind of condemning this group of people to death almost, um, but are adamant on getting their friend back, which. Okay, yes. I, I can see yeah. that, but like well, that's in because other is, episodes of Star Trek we reviewed, yeah. captains have been faced, like in Voyager, the first episode of Voyager we did, the, the one yeah, in, well, episodes one and two, they're encountered with a very Janeway. similar situation, <laughs> yeah. and but, they choose to help the species survive. Right. Janeway wasn't in love with her first officer. That's true. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's no, true. Like Kirk, Kirk says, like, no one may kill a man. Yeah. For, for no for reason. reason. Yeah, but he's about to kill, like, like, a right. bunch of people. Yeah. That sets a pretty bad precedent for a show basically <laughs> about ethical dilemmas. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. it did remind me of the episode that we did up the long ladder where Riker's like, no, yes, no way. I'm not going to clone myself. Yeah. Just yeah. Die. Uh, yeah. It did have some kind of like parallels to that for me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, man. And it kind of also ultimatums. has shades of like, um, Star Trek three where it's like Kirk, um, risks everything to get Spock back. You know, the needs of right. the one outweigh the many. Right. Um, I know that wasn't what this was going for because that movie didn't exist yet, but it just kind of chunks. I think it, it was. I think it, it was stewing in there. Gives uh, yeah. uh, water to your uh, Kirk Love Spock theory. Well, yeah. I don't yeah. want to claim it. This, sure. this is a pretty wide, well, yeah, widespread I mean, thing. It, the I can't claim. He's but willing to kill a society yeah. to get right. one person back. And even Spock says to him, like, um, "Is Spock via comp, um, communication device or whatever?" He's like, "You know, we." we're not even certain that like once you remove me from this thing that I can successfully be put back. So wouldn't it make sense to kind of maybe leave me here? But they do it anyway. And yeah. Yeah. So, and he's like, nope, worth the risk. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, so bones decides he should put on the helmet of knowledge. The teacher. Uh, Sorry. The the great, the the great teacher, teacher, which is absolutely, it's a salon hairdryer thing. Yes, it well, is. before that, though, the <laughs> the iMorg lady puts it on, right? So we missed that part. So oh, she yeah, puts she it does. on oh, yeah, first yeah. and demonstrates what it does. And then as soon oh, as she yeah. puts it on, she speaks very eloquently, yes. you know, very highly and basically explains to them how it works, oh, what she it takes is, why they also. need the brain. She, she does. Yeah. <laughs> she, she stole Again, Kirk's phaser for like yeah. the third so, time. And flipped it to kill. <laughs> yep. And it was so good. Yep. Except... They're they're trying to claim that she's got some kind of genius, mm-hmm. right? And because she can speak well and she knows all the shit now that she didn't two minutes ago. But the way that she is defeated is retarded. It's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so here, well, okay. okay. So Scotty fakes fainting from the way that I saw right. it. 
He's yeah, like, he, oh. he, he barely tries. Yeah. He's just like, oh. it's like a when yawn. I, I thought he yawned. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When I first <laughs> saw it, I was confused because I thought the actor was tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I guess it's just enough of a distraction for Kirk to snatch the phaser from her. Right. But it's so weird. Like, I missed it. Like, I had to go back and watch it again because I didn't know what happened. Yeah. It was just like, oh, wait, Kirk got the phaser? How? But yeah, it's the weirdest like fake out like faint yawn I've ever seen. Like, oh, I, I can't. It was I don't know. weird. It's almost like the writers got themselves in the hole in yeah. a hole, and we're like, all right, improvise, guys. And then what's hilarious <laughs> is like Kirk gives Scotty a look, like nice job, like like we like like practiced that or something before. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's like what? that's the Scotty maneuver. Yeah, it's so good. Um, all right. Yeah, but then but back to Bones wearing the the teacher helmet. Um. So wait, so I might have missed something. What was okay. the solution to help the people? Or was there one? Or There wasn't. Is Kirk I did just no, like, okay. there was one. Sol- yeah, Kirk just yeah. said, y'all motherfuckers have got to learn to live without this shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He said, the, you, <laughs> hey, women, women, I know it's it's cold up there, yeah. but you guys, you guys will deal. Okay, I thought I missed That's something. That's basically you'll, what he says. That's you'll, crazy. You'll learn to build houses and abandon all this awesome technology that makes everything awesome. Even when he yeah. knows that they need this stuff, even just short term, to survive. Yeah. No, okay, so he did say he would leave people behind to help the transition. Okay, okay. Yes, okay. I think which I remember is, hearing that. Which is a noble gesture, but does he take like volunteers for that? Right. And I can't and imagine. It's, it's not a guarantee back to either. That's not a guarantee that it's going to work. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah, the, the morgue up upstairs seem pretty miserable. Like, they're using oh, yeah, they're, stone tools. They and hate their they're lives. Wearing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their lives are horrible. All That's right. so, hilarious. So McCoy is now going to try to do this brain transfer yes. thing. Now that oh, he, before, knows, he knows everything. Yes. We should say, too, that the knowledge only lasts three hours. Yes. So yes. The knowledge the teacher gives you is not permanent, which is why they're all still stupid. Right. Um, it, it only lasts three hours. And McCoy says something like that should be just enough time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, so he's, he's operating. Although, okay. So, so easy a child could do this. Laying. <laughs> yes, yeah. He says twice. That's yeah. so easy. Yeah. A child could have thought of that. So and he Spock repeats it like three down times. On this table. Yep. And there is a, what looks like a spray painted silver Cardboard, cardboard box. Uh-huh. I thought it looked like cardboard too. Yeah, totally. Surrounding, like surrounding, just the very tip of his head. Yep. They just took a cardboard box and cut a hole totally only did. large enough to fit like just his forehead yeah. in. And they said, "Okay, that'll be that'll That's be the one panel of the for they operation did not remaster in this." Uh, in this yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't even master it the first no, time. They did not. Yeah. <laughs> so so okay. So while McCoy is feverishly operating. Yeah. There is this pulsating blue light emanating from what I believe is Spock's skull. Right. Do Vulcan brains glow? I don't think so. Though? I, I, at first, I was like, okay, maybe cool it's just the lighting did. of the surgery right. equipment or whatever. Right. But it was pulsating like a heartbeat. I mean, maybe. I've never seen inside that's of a, a skull I, That's a very never minor thing. Never seen the inside thing, of their so. head before. It, it could know. be true. It could be true. No, that, yeah. that's. I kind of hope it is. Yeah, me too. I kind of right. hope they so, do, them. So, yeah. So, time, time passes, and McCoy is forgetting. Yes. 
He the 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 the, the knowledge that the, the great teacher has bestowed is fading, yep. and he's becoming regular old mortal dumbass bones. McCoy. Who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder does not know how to do brain surgery, right. which I it makes sure. sense. Sure, sure. I was just thinking, like he probably should have like written down the gist of it that's the next thing i was gonna say <laughs> okay yeah i mean because they have like tricorders <laughs> like, that, that probably have a record yeah, feature he could have been like you know? you know it didn't have to be super detailed yeah. but just you know like step one two yeah. three three don't if forget to have, do this yeah you have access to temporary genius <laughs> right record it but they were yeah, running right. out of time maybe they just maybe he didn't have time to do that or something uh, but no, you're right. You're right. That's, yeah. He should have <laughs> right. at least made so, a little audio log or something. Yeah. So Kirk comes up with a ridiculous strategy. <laughs> yeah. And says, hey, McCoy, while you still have some smarts, um, attach his vocal cords. Yeah. So that he can walk you through his own brain surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now... Ignoring the fact that, you know, you'd also need to connect, like, the tongue and the mouth right. and lungs and all the other stuff evolved in speech. He does. And Spock is now, even though only his vocal cords are attached, can figure out how to tell Bones how to attach his brain. Yes. Right, because they don't attach, they say later to attach his speech centers of his brain, which would be the area that processes yeah. his, right. his speech his sp- speech and was kind of slurred until he finished yeah but you would that, need that. that to like under like retrieve words from memory and like understand what's being asked like just the mechanical function of the vocal cords wouldn't give you language you know oh, sure. <laughs> like, right, right. um but anyways, well i thought this was funny so, that like yeah. bones immediately hates this because he's like right. goddamn spock <laughs> Lecturing me Never about gonna how, live to, this down. Yeah. how to <laughs> save himself. It's like, God damn it. It's like, yeah, swallow, swallow your pride, man. Yeah, no. I did read like, online that uh, the whole, like, teaching him how to do his own brain surgery was act- was a rewrite. And that, like, they're like, oh, it wouldn't be funny if. And it then, sounds like it. It sounds so like something that just was last minute. Okay. Yeah. I truly don't know. And I've seen people debate both sides of this. Uh-huh. Was this intended to be? a comedic episode that at some point later on someone had nixed and said, no, make it a drama sure. and didn't really change any part. Yeah. Yeah. And just like took out the laugh track, I guess, or was it meant to be a dramatic thing the whole time? I, I truly believe question. it can go either way. Either way. Yeah. I mean, especially because of this scene. So there's, it gets yeah. campy like right around here. So they've attached like this, the speech centers, <laughs> Spock is kind of walking him through how to reattach all the nerves. Yeah. And he tells him like attach, reattach my hand and then my elbow and then my arm. And then all of a sudden he's all back together. And I was just like, wait, they only did one side. They only did his like right, his right one, I think. And then he like, Flips the arm up the air and then he's like, "Okay, I'm better." Uh, well, um, and then the he goes 60s, right into kind of no, yeah. no one knew any better. I, honestly, I I could have done without another hour of brain surgery. Yeah, you know, of, yeah. Of this episode it's it did fine. last quite quite a while. There so, was quite yeah. a few shots of Bones's face, like yeah. squinting and trying to recall yeah. and those sorts of things. Um, so uh, this this episode ends in about five more seconds. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> it ends real fast. Right. Spock sits up. <laughs> yep. 
Not one hair out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yep. His brain has been both taken out and put back in the last Not one couple time. hours. Yeah. <laughs> and and he didn't so much as get a, a second part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and he starts giving a speech about the history of this planet and civilization. Right. And it's like, how the fuck do you know that, man? I thought like I guess maybe this was a known planet, but if that was well, the case, well, okay, no, he he was he was plugged into plugged their mainframe. Oh, okay, frames. never mind. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think right. of that. That yeah, you're right. But it's something he goes on and on about it, and then they say something like, "Oh, maybe you shouldn't have connected his speech centers." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that's uh, the risk we took. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and, and that's it. Credits. <laughs> that's it. And scene. They, that's it. They don't even go back to episode. the ship. They just that they're just right. down on the operating table. I mean, we, yeah. we never know what happens to this race of people. Uh, Chekhov is still just roasting marshmallows outside. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah just, just maybe chilling. those red shirts are the ones they that stay to help them oh, maybe. figure it out. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, like so, I even oh. checked memory beta, which is like the non-canon stuff for like books and stuff. Yeah. They never uh-huh. mention this race ever again. Like, they're just like, we don't know. Like, like that's it. Uh-huh. Like, that's it. No one knows what happens to this to this race. Oh so, man! But that's Spock's okay. So, <laughs> so that's the episode. Yeah, now, I would like to say one other main theme. Yeah, that I did not pick up on, but I read about much later, mm-hmm. was the context that really, really helps this episode. Okay, is that this came out in what I think September of 1968. Yes. Okay. In December of 1967, mm-hmm. the very first successful heart transplant was done. Oh. Ah. And. Oh, well, the cool. guy died like 18 days later, yeah. but it like dominated the news cycles for right. a long sure. time. Yeah. yeah. So this was like a super topical thing. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's cool. That's neat. Yeah. yeah. It's neat to see how far we've come. I mean, now we're doing like whole hand transplants. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's neat. Getting ready yeah. to do a head transplant yeah. soon and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there was like tons of like terrible headlines because uh, apparently uh, cyclosporine. Uh, which is like a super helpful thing to help you not reject your organ uh-huh. had right. not been had not had didn't really come around until the eighties. Oh. So mm-hmm. there was just tons and tons of people trying to have transplants and failing. failing. Yeah. yeah. So I get that you know a couple months after the first successful one, which only lasted eighteen days. Sure. Like that. That's a pretty like. Oh, serious cool. thing everyone's thinking yeah. about. Well, I mean, that yeah. always has been something that Star Trek has done well is take modern themes and turn them into, you know, sci-fi stories. That's Yeah. So I mean, just thinking about the tech, like the vision for the tech, I think is so interesting. You know, like Uhuru, you mentioned had that earpiece, yeah. like those Bluetooth headsets were super popular oh, just a sure. few years ago, you know. I mean, yeah. Are still all used. Yeah, this oh, this we- show really got a lot of stuff like not, you know, spot on but it, it, it definitely had good ideas for what future tech would be like you know yeah it I really agree. did yeah tablet computers yeah exactly um so it's pretty cool, cool. neat cool. yeah um now, yeah so i Spock's brain. did read that okay. before this season had come out uh-huh. uh there was kind of like an onset power struggle oh between leonard nimoy and uh william shatner really huh yeah uh they they kind that. of like didn't really agree on who the star of the show was <laughs> because I think it's obvious that the, the, the intent was to have Kirk be like the, the star. Sure. But yeah. Spock, Spock had really kind of like 
gotten most of the fan mail and had really resonated like and and been like the symbol of Star Trek to a lot of people. Yeah, Mr. Spock was like an underground cult hero, yeah. For yeah, sure, for sure. So, mm. so like they had this big fight and then Roddenberry was called into this meeting with the three of them and like kind of said, "Yeah, no, it's it's Kirk." <laughs> oh no. But <laughs> but that they wrote that they wrote this episode I don't know if it was confirmed, but this episode was kind of like a happy medium to where Spock is the main focus of the episode, but mm-hmm. Kirk got to be the hero. Right. Hmm. So it might have been like to appease that that argument or fight That's or something. That's interesting. Yeah. It also the episode also kind of implies too that Spock is like so valuable to the ship and to you know the mission and all of those sorts of things that they're willing to let an entire planet oh, of yeah. people die just to save him. Um, in addition to him being Kirk's lover, sure, and that's um, that's definitely <laughs> like like an ego stroke, you know, thing for your character. Like your your character is so important that we'll risk you know a whole planet full of people. To get yeah. you back. Yeah. So I, yeah. I can definitely see Leonard Nimoy being like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes total sense, too, because this show did lead to both of them having, you know, starring roles in movies. I mean, not great movies, not well-known movies, but they were becoming bigger stars because yeah. of the yeah. show. Oh, and the whole um, franchise just over time. I mean, how many movies was did the original series cast do? Like right. nine? Six. Something? Six. And then, Six, sorry. That's fine. But then they were also in other series movies too, like in TNG movies. Right, they were in the, like, the first you know, TNG one, uh, which is a movie yeah. that we will do on this podcast. Oh, yeah, perfect. Because that movie is amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so yeah, that totally makes sense. So generations? Yeah, Generations. Ge- yeah, I, generations, I love that yeah. movie, but it's not good. But I love that movie <laughs> so much. So much. Um, oh man. So yeah. okay. Um, unless you guys have anything specifically about this episode, mm-hmm. I'd like to kind of get into my yeah. embarrassingly Your deep, deep dive. Please. All right. <laughs> Perfect. I, I'm gonna, so, we just make make a segment. Dan's deep dives. You got it. <laughs> well, today's installment. Um, you guys know Eddie Paskey, right? <laughs> I do not. No. <laughs> So Eddie Paskey uh, is is an actor who played Lieutenant Leslie, okay, who is one of the red shirts. Okay, he 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 appeared in fifty seven of the episodes, which actually wow. is more My than God. that's a which lot. is more than Sulu. That's are you but, serious? Uh, yeah, I think he only spoke in like a couple of them. That's awesome. But okay. yeah. anyway, uh, Eddie Paskey, uh, he was a stand-in for William Shatner, uh, just like you know from shot, shots from behind and yeah. everything. Um, and I, I found this guy, uh, online. Okay. okay. I found, I found his website, which was last updated in 2005. <laughs> oh, dang. I hope and he's still I, alive. <laughs> I, I emailed him. What? What? <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, That's okay. awesome. you would, you would think that a person with a website that has not been updated since 2005. Yeah. And a person that I'm assuming is like in his eighties. Oh yeah. Would not respond. <laughs> right. right? That's correct. He did not. So, <laughs> but okay. So I was so disappointed that I couldn't get a response from this guy. I like. I kept on. I kept on digging. Yeah. He's still alive. Okay. I found. Okay. So he belongs to. Uh, he's a member of the Hot Rods Unlimited Club. Oh, yes. In in California. Of course he is. Perfect. And I I found I found myself about to write like a message on on their Facebook page. Yeah. And I think I, I just felt too much like a stalker. Uh-huh. Like what? that's like I no one should 
do this. So <laughs> worst things I have just been left done. Alone. Trust me. But yeah. <laughs> if, if you really want to see this guy and his awesome hot rod, uh, hot rods unlimited on Facebook, they have a Facebook page. They have a website too, but it's really Could bad. You, okay. Does he have a Facebook, his own account? He, like, would he you be able to send not. him? Okay. Or at least I, I couldn't find we, it. We so will anyway. link like, his website and the, and the hot rod face, uh, oh, page on, it's our, pretty bad. On, our, on our website. Oh yeah. So the <laughs> okay. hot rods unlimited, uh, yeah. website, like, yeah. <laughs> Says, oh yeah, visit our Facebook, and it just gives you instructions on how to search Facebook awesome. for them. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> on their website? Yeah. Yeah. Like we need a website it's, to tell you how to get to Facebook. That's hilarious. It's like that's usually the cool. opposite. Okay. Use but Facebook besides, to get to the website. Besides being a stand-in for William Shatner, okay. he's a hand double for Scotty. A hand double. Okay. A hand okay. double. Now, I don't know if you know this, but James Doohan. Uh-huh. Do Doohan? Doohan. Doohan? I don't know uh, yeah. how to say it. Uh-huh. Doohan. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was missing his right middle finger. What? Oh. And, like, it's in, like, the show a whole lot. Like, when he's holding a phaser, it looks all crazy. Yeah. So I decided to read up on him. Yeah. <laughs> That guy, oh my god, okay, so he was in the Normandy invasion on D-Day. Is that how he lost his finger? Yeah, he was shot. Oh, really? (laughs) Four times in the leg. Oh my god. Once in the chest. Scotty was? And, and, yes. Wow. And his his right middle finger was shot off. Oh my god. the the shot in the chest was blocked by like a a silver cigarette carton Uh thing his brother gave him. Oh, wow. But it's like, oh my god, so... Honestly, if you want to see it, like it's all over. I think he's like carrying things in a lot of scenes, and it's it. He has the natural like Vulcan, live yeah. long and prosper sign going on. That's so interesting. With his right hand. Well, I've watched so many of those movies, I've never noticed that. I know, I've never noticed. But now I'm gonna yeah, look a lot for of, it constantly. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's awesome. You should. He well, sounds unlo- like a unless it's a close up on guy. of his hand, sure. right? Then it's where else. Eddie Paskey, right, is is doing the lifting. That is awesome. Yeah, man. He, well, first of all, he's a hero. Thank you. Yeah, he, yeah man. He's, yeah. he's no longer with us, uh, but thank you, Mr. No. Duhon, for, for for being a hero. So, <laughs> yeah, awesome. man. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. I don't think there's another thing we can say about this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> was, that, was that the Except, end of your deep dives? Yes, that's, that's oh, okay. it. Oh, that was great. Those Thanks, were some man. good deep dives, man. Those, those were awesome. <laughs> so uh, uh, was it worth the voyage for anyone? Uh, Beth, do you want to start? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes, definitely worth the voyage. I think I actually will contend now that we're at the end of this that this is not that bad of an episode. Yeah, it's campy and a little wacky, but I don't think it's that bad. I think we've reviewed other bad ones, so I, um, I think even if even if you do think it's bad, it's one of those cult classics that everyone likes to joke about. So you should watch it for that reason, and then you should also give it a chance because it might not be as bad as everyone says it is. So yeah, worth the voyage. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. Um, what do you think? I I will actually join. And <gasps> say what? This was worth the voyage. I, wow! I, it may just be, be because I haven't seen any of those shows, or really possibly any shows from 1968. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just done in such a different way than anything I'd seen before, and mm-hmm. that it was kind of awesome. Yeah. All right, so I, I think cool. if I was a fan of the first two uh, s- seasons, 
maybe I could be disappointed by this. Sure. Mm-hmm. But just just blank slate by itself, this is ridiculous and fun. Yeah. All right. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. Newman? Yeah, I am yeah. also on board with that, with, with Spock's brain. Uh, I'm giving this one a hard yes. Uh, definitely oh, worth the voyage. Nice. Um, talking about it with you two, maybe like it even more <laughs> as usually what happens. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's hard to criticize, criticize something for being bad when it was really part of an original show that really did a lot of stuff for the first time. Mm-hmm. Is this a bad episode of that series? Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, like compared to other ones. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Definitely has that camp factor that, TNG mm-hmm. is sometimes missing. That's why some of those episodes are really bad. You know? Yeah. Like, um, I still yeah. think that Rascals was worse than this episode. Oh, 100%. You know, yes. like oh, TNG Rascals. And, and Threshold, yes. Genesis, oh, yeah, there's, Rascals, yeah, Genesis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Texas. I mean, there's countless yeah. ones that we've done. Voyager. Yeah, Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, I think what this has, it has fun. It has that like midnight popcorn kind of mm-hmm. vibe going for it that, uh, yeah, it, yes, definitely. Yes. Worth the voice. Cool. Wow. I cool. think that's like yeah. one of the few, all three yeses we've Which gotten. is shocking because like this episode is on like the list of all Every, of like the, the number worst one episodes worst of Star Trek. Yeah. The number one worst yeah. one. And we for gave all it, of Star Trek. we gave it three worth the voices. <laughs> I have to feel that it's given that ranking just because older fans um, feel that way about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, it was, it was, maybe it was like the first bad episode. Yeah, like the first real bad one. Our next episode is the Paradise Syndrome from season three of Star Trek, the original series. So it's a special Thanksgiving episode because they find a planet of Native Americans. So, Yay! Perfect. That should be something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Something. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, All right. So, uh, where can our listeners find us? Uh, you can find us at Make It So So Cast on Twitter. Cool. cool. Or uh, our, our home on the web, which is Make It So So Podcast.com. Sorry, Dan. It's okay. I can. I I usually say that one because I don't know the uh, the other answers. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Okay. But uh, so we said Twitter. We said the website. The website. Our, our Gmail. Was, the, there, that one. <laughs> yeah, go for so it. I don't know. We, yeah. Okay, we'll get this right eventually. Uh, or we're at uh, make it so so podcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Please email. We haven't yeah. got a question in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hate mail. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, everybody. And uh, uh, that was that was a long. Yeah, one. that was a good one. Yeah. Cool. Had a good time. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you next Until time. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye.